So wait, Lana Del Rey is your wedding theme? <laughs> that's yeah, we can we can play High by the Beach as we're leaving to go on our Hawaiian vacation. Yeah, I don't know what song is more romantic to play at a wedding than Born to Die. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that song is on my Scorpio playlist on Spotify. Oh. I mean, the best part about Lana Del Rey is just all the like sadness that happens. And the dirty old biker men's that she's into. Oh, are you yeah. talking about the summertime sadness? <laughs> oh, I guess so. I yeah. The summertime, summertime, summertime We're going to get a copyright strike. Don't do that. Ah! Oh. 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 <laughs> Big bad. brother, please stop singing. Please the stop. The summer solstice sadness. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to alter like one word. It's going to be a parody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Let's talk about something happier. <laughs> <laughs> like Manila leaving Drag Race or getting voted off Drag Race. Stoney's canceled. <laughs> so rude. Wow. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, All right, you guys. Well, hello and welcome to Thanks for Coming. My name is Seth. What is yours? Hey, it's Jamal. And it's Stony. Maybe you can hear Reynold back there talking too. <laughs> he's playing with his toy. Yeah, we got him a unicorn thing from Target. So he's like playing with the unicorn nonstop. So fierce. It's how he shows his pride with a pretty little unicorn. <laughs> Maybe we should get him a unicorn to like wear for pride. You could get him a unibrow. <laughs> It's not a bad idea. He seems to really love the unicorn more than his other toys. So I think there's something there. We'll we'll have to do some research and get back to you. Uh, All right, you guys. Well, yes, you are back here for the finale brew cap of All Stars 4. Holy crap. We made it through another season of RuPaul's Drag Race. How does it feel, you guys? Well, I'm somewhat out of breath, just hoping for a week off before season 11 starts. But, whoo, I'm holding on to the last of my edges. Yeah, girl. I'm, like, super excited for All Stars to be over. <laughs> I don't know who won yet because this is happening before. So I'm super confused. But thank God it's over. <laughs> Serve us mystery, serve us anticipation, serve us edge of your seats. Who's going to win? Yeah, girl, didn't you hear there's actually no weeks off? They're doing a spring break special next week, and then they'll start season 11. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) RuPaul's Drag Race Cancun. It's it's just them, like, in a party house. (laughs) Ooh, I wonder who's going to perform on the beach. It's just, like, Radiohead again, just, like, super angry performing (laughs) around the pool. Maybe it'll be, like, a group of drag queens, like, performing at Fire island or something Ooh, now that sounds fun <laughs> maybe cindy lopper and with go-go boys yeah girl i'm down for that or maybe britney spears can like hobble around a little bit <laughs> and sing alien for us no yeah like unfiltered alien it would be yeah so no good. auto tune girl this is fire island <laughs> will i am was wrong for that yeah girl but um I don't even know what we're talking about right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyways, um, so yeah, welcome back to another week. It's a great day to be gay here. Thanks for coming. How has your guys' weeks been? What's been going on with you? Oh, so far so good. I'm starting to get a little busier at work. So, you know, politely keeping people in their lanes while they figure (laughs) out how I work. It's been a good week. (laughs) I'm sensing some subtle shade. (laughs) Yeah, there's just a dash there. (laughs) It's been a pretty good week so far for me. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. So we Jamal and I have been making plans. We're going to like make a special low carb cocktail tomorrow and like make some food and just like hang out here at the house. So it'll be super fun. Yes. We're making a low carb calzone and we're going to have a um, red wine berry spritzer, whatever the hell it's called. It looks good. It's going to be tasty. Wow. Nothing says romantic Valentine's Day like cauliflower pizza (laughs) and bubble bubbly diet juice or whatever you're gonna make <laughs> listen here there's no cauliflower in this crust like i don't mind the cauliflower pizza crust but the crust we make is way more fire sauce yeah than any girl of this next time you're here i'm gonna make you the calzone crust it is amazing yeah it's actually really good can you make me a heart-shaped calzone crust so i can like relive valentine's day since i'll be single this year (laughs) oh my god you just gave me an idea now i'm going to make the calzones like a heart oh my gosh sorry that's copyrighted you have to pay me if you want to do that (laughs) (laughs) seth's like here's the patent to the heart-shaped calzone Uh, i'll send you i'll send i'll send you like a paypal like transaction or something yeah Yeah, you can Venmo me, girl. Yeah, we've moved on to Venmo. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Gen Z, I'm still like in millennial stage. (laughs) (laughs) Sony's like, I'll send you a wire transfer. (laughs) Send you a Western Union, girl. (laughs) And a a telegraph. (laughs) Yeah, do you take cashier's checks? (laughs) (laughs) God. How about you, Seth? Well, over here in Seattle, it's been a bit of a shit show because Mother Nature has decided to pour white powder all over Seattle. (laughs) Oh, don't breathe. It's anthrax. Yeah, girl. No, that's just at my office. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) How many inches did you guys have? You know, I don't know the official number. (laughs) I mean, I'm not a size queen, so I really don't know. But if I had to guess, I would say probably, well, we got two hits. So one, we probably got like an inch. Another, we got like probably like four inches. So it it was a pretty sizable amount, especially for Seattle. It was actually the largest snowstorm since 1962, I believe. Whoa. Four inches of snow was like the biggest snowstorm Seattle's had in a while yeah That's like hard in 50 to believe years. yeah it really does well in the city it doesn't really snow a lot once the farther you go outside of the city it does snow like way way more but because the city itself like there's um lake union and then there's the puget sound so we're like right by the water and we're not we're like at sea level so it doesn't get like quite as cold so we don't get quite huh. the brunt of all of that <laughs> as as the outskirts do oh fun seattle facts yeah unlike indiana it's just cold and wet and fucking slippery every morning oh yeah it's the fun part right about living in indiana Ugh. yeah we've had like <laughs> so much 
like freaking snow and like ice too and like rain like it'll like snow and then like a day later it'll be like torrential downpour so then everything floods and we're like (laughs) please stop yeah so you've got like (laughs) mud slash fresh snow slash ice slash this odd dirt that's frozen standing (laughs) up like the dirt looks like hair like because i think it's the way the water hit it it's yeah. like science. I don't know. It's frozen like it dirt. Really it rained really hard. So weird. like the dirt was like, it turned into mud, but then it like froze really fast. So then the mud turned into like ice. So then we had like mud ice. Like it was really weird. I don't know, girl. This sounds some like M. Night Shyamalan shit right here. And <laughs> it might as well be. And it was like <laughs> thundering. We had thunder snow. It was like thundering with snow. It was like, oh, yeah. What the hell is happening? It's well. got some. It's triggered some serious seasonal depression. I'm just over here trying not to finish all the Pinot Grigio and wanting to go on a walk still so bad. How are you coping with your summertime <laughs> sadness, Jamal? Uh, I'm listening to a lot of music and not drinking too much wine, but having some. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Well, but before we get into the episode, I think we should take care of a little bit of housekeeping. So as we said earlier, this is the last episode of season four of All Stars. Another season's over. So of course, there is one week next week where there will be no episode. Thanks, Rue, for giving us one week off. Love you. <laughs> Thanks, Mava. She's so nice. <laughs> so... <laughs> So next week, instead of not doing an episode or just doing like one of our typical off-season episodes, we are going to give you the Meet the Queens episode podcast spectacular, where we'll go down the list of all of the 15th season 11 queens, give you our opinions on them based on the Meet the Queens videos and not the two hour whatever long special. And then Mm -hmm. we'll also do our fantasy draft and also let you guys know how you guys can participate with us if you guys want to join our draft. That's right. So on the website, we will be posting probably um not all of the rules i can't give you like all of the tea but maybe some kind of like fun template for you guys to follow along with so you can keep you know pick your queens who you think's gonna win and then um you can compare your scores to ours yeah Yeah, it's like drag queen bingo but not as fun (laughs) (laughs) well if you have stoney's team that he drafted but (laughs) <laughs> let's not get too into that quite yet oh my god seriously <laughs> like this so is excited. the worst thing ever <laughs> it's a topsy-turvy draft there's lots of craziness going on lots of shade Ooh. lots of lots of fun and hijinks so definitely stay tuned for that that's a good drag name right there coming to the stage topsy-turvy Ooh. silky nutmeg gum nosh <laughs> white chocolate cinnamon mocha <laughs> like silk almond milk unsweetened vanilla oh girl i saw that at the grocery store the other day and that shit looked good (laughs) yes come into the stage your local grocery store don dairy products (laughs) all right you guys well is there anything that we should say before we get into this episode i guess before we dive into it thank you to those of you who have been rating the show we really appreciate it i was looking for a way to see who's actually rating but i think 
with iTunes, you actually have to like write a review to show like your ratings as well. So just letting you know that we see you and we love you and thanks for the support. Keep it coming. Asol, um, you're not my real dad and you never will be. <laughs> Stop trying to steal my thunder. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say it. It's fine. I'll let you have it this once. <laughs> All right, you guys, let's get into some tea. Uh, honest tea. Are you ready, Super Queen? She's a Super Queen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, this song actually does have words. Shocker. I know. I hope like the season 11 song is better. I don't really like this one. Kitty Girl is just too epic. Kitty Girl was epic. I mean, it's... It's just different. It was like, that was much more of a production than this one, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We need like a new song. Like my favorite has always been season six. Like I love that one. Which one was season six? I'm trying to remember like the words, but it's like more like. That was Bianca Del Rio season. Yeah. Was what that is the one with Kim Chi? Was Kim Chi no. season six? No, she was season seven. Uh-huh. Um, no, Kim Chi was eight. No, she's later. Season six um, is Adore, um, Adore Delano, Adore, Bianca. Courtney. Ugh, what is the name of it? Like, we'll have to Google. It's Sissy That Walk. Is it really that good if we can't remember? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, um, Sissy That Walk was like the most iconic one. You're so dumb. <laughs> I mean, I'm personally quite fond of sitting on a secret, but whatever. <laughs> I did like sitting Wait, on a secret. Wait, was that season eight? No, that was season uh, three of All Stars. That was like their group number. I don't know. I can't keep track of these people anymore. (laughs) Girl. I know it's a lot to keep track of, but let's go ahead and get into it, girl. We're here, of course, to recap the season finale of All Stars 4. We made it, y'all. Oh, my God. (laughs) Everyone's a winner. It's so amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I was so scared we would have to recap season four and season 11 at the same time. It was so scary for a second there. I know. All of us were sweating a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, to get this party started, uh, we just, you know, Latrice has gone home. Sad. Miss you, girl. And then, uh, so they're back in the workroom and... Monet is like, girl, Monique, who are you going to send home? Like, who are you going to send home? (laughs) And uh, she sort of sets Monet up for the fall. (laughs) Yes. I don't want to do this to you on national television. (laughs) I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Like, there's no way she would have like voted for Monet. I didn't wouldn't have expected her to go that way at all. But when she started saying that, I was like, oh, my God, it's gonna happen. Yeah, for a moment, everyone watching was just like, oh, shit. No, she didn't. (laughs) (laughs) She is that bitch. (laughs) She bold. (laughs) Yeah. But then, of course, you know, she says, oh, no, it's gonna really send Latrice home. And then we move on throughout the episode to find out that the challenge this week is of course to compose and record a verse for super queen and to also record on what's the tea the podcast with rupaul and michelle mm-hmm. i always like when the queens get to pop up on the um the rupaul and michelle podcast it's just fun to hear the contestants 
on the show. And if you follow Rue and Michelle's show, you notice the pattern of having the judges on the week that their show premieres. So that's pretty cool. I'm playing catch up. I'm a few episodes behind, but I'm looking forward to hearing that discussion. For sure. Again. <laughs> Again. Well, in more depth, because, you know, they always go into more detail on the actual podcast. Of course. So the queens are in the workroom and they're taking some time to think of what message they want to come through in their verses. And they're also feeling the pressure, but also seeing the crown at the end of the finish line and just feeling all the nerves. The light is at the end of the tunnel. So then they go into the dance rehearsal with Todd Drake. And, of course, it's always interesting when Todrick's there because he really, like, grills the girls and, like, really pushes them so you Mm -hmm. can see, like, who's getting it and who's not getting it. You can tell that Todrick's kind of, like, come up in his professional career because when he was first on RuPaul's Drag Race, he was a little more timid with his notes, I felt. But he's a very established entertainer in the biz. So now he can be like, all right, girls, I know you, you know me, so I'm going to push you even harder. Yeah. And my favorite part of this whole, like, scene was Naomi basically like being digmatized by the backup dancer (laughs) she's trying to pull her trade like on the show (laughs) have we met before was it drag con girl which drag con (laughs) and you can tell he's like trying to be professional back there and not really talk to her but she keeps like going oh that's totally something i would have done though so props to you naomi (laughs) yeah I uh, also, while we're talking about Todrick, I just have to say I'm not really feeling him with facial hair, but he still looks good, I guess. Oh, no. I thought he looked cute with it. Just a little bit, though. Like, no more than what he had. I don't know. What do you think, Stoney? You're the tiebreaker. I like the facial hair. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I lost you guys. (laughs) Um, So then uh, we're watching them. We see that Monet and Naomi seem to be doing the best with learning the choreography except for when Naomi isn't flirting with the dancers. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, the other two are struggling a little bit, but they say, just wait till the lights and the camera come on and we'll be ready to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also felt Monet with uh, when she was like, I want to lift too. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. It's like, look, why is this bitch get to get thrown into the air? Like anybody would feel that way, especially at the tail end of that competition. But um, what I wanted to say was Trinity, we've seen this pattern with her and choreo before. So we know like she's going to struggle in the moment, but she goes home and she practices and she usually delivers. So I wasn't too worried for Trinity in the scene. Yeah, I mean, I get what she was saying. Like, you're kind of like, oh, that sucks. Like, I want to be like, flung around like an action figurine Um, (laughs) but like i don't know monet like brings like so much more to the stage like everyone has their unique superpower and naomi's just happens to be like on this like flexible like giraffe that everybody can just like throw around so yeah mm -hmm. Different styles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they threw her in the air just like they didn't care. <laughs> Ooh, sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we go into the podcast recording. So I tried to find like the basically one interesting thing or like overarching theme from the podcast just to mention. So with Monet, what I got from her thing is that, she, you know, this was recorded a long time ago, but she would mention going on her one woman show tour, Call Me By Monet, which mm-hmm. I think is mostly over. <laughs> right yeah, now. I think it's wrapped. Yeah. 
And then uh, Rue asked if there would be a peach scene. <laughs> and I thought that was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> I did catch that. There were plenty of moments where we were like, Seth is going to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what that means, go listen to our Call Me By Your Name podcast. We've mentioned it before and it's it's back there in the 30s. But um, <laughs> it's a, you'll, you'll go listen to that and you'll find out. But um, there were a lot of call me by your name references throughout mm-hmm. this episode even in the judging on the uh runway with monet yes so i was like living i was like work uh-huh <laughs> just wait till trade you might find the theme continues hey <laughs> <laughs> so next with monique hart the interesting thing that i came away with was that she used to be uh overweight like 300 pounds she said because she used to eat her feelings and that's something that i can relate to if If you want to listen to a podcast going into more detail about that, you can listen (laughs) to our addiction podcast. (laughs) But um, but yeah, so I really related to her on that. And I was like, wow, like good for her. Yeah. And also like it's nothing you're expecting. Like we hear stories of like, oh, my gosh, they were this heavy and then they lost all this weight. Woo. But for Monique, it's just more impactful because she looks like one of those people. It's like, oh, it's easy to prejudge. You know, it's like, oh, she's naturally skinny. She's always been this way. But we also learned that on top of her weight, past weight issues and health issues that she actually led the like pray your gay way camps and that like snatched me bald because look at her character she's how can something like that <laughs> how can that entity lead that kind of meeting or counseling whatever you want to call it it's just beyond and yeah like i was actually really surprised to hear that and actually made me think of like on season 10 i was like that's interesting because wasn't it like Dusty Ray like was like a part of like they were trying to like pray the gay away from yeah. him, but we didn't really hear from Monique mm-hmm. on the season about that. Like it would have been interesting to hear that commentary with Dusty. Yeah. Yeah. To have them like have a moment or a discussion or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I just, I thought that was weird that that didn't really unless i just don't remember but i thought it was weird that we didn't really hear about that on season 10 i'm positive we didn't because i mean everyone's wigs were snatched like gasping, yeah go wig gasping. or go home yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh next with naomi uh, what I got from her was basically she feels like she's struggling with not being relatable. So I thought that was kind of interesting because I think that's also my issue with her is because, yes, she does turn out sickening looks, but I don't feel like I can really relate to her. So then I'm not like invested in her as a person or, or a character. Mm-hmm. And I hold true to my words, listeners. By the end of this episode, I would have already ordered two Naomi Small t-shirts. So <laughs> I like Queen Naomi. But um, I can relate to that just because like you're you zone in on your craft. So like there's a way to grow and still connect with people. And Na- a strong part of Naomi's aesthetic is I'm Naomi Campbell. You know, I'm the model. I'm going to show you looks. I'm going to give you fashion. I'm going to give you that attitude. But the people need to see the person inside of the model, you know, the person behind the vogues and the poses and the hair flips and the back bends, you know, who is Naomi? So it's good for her to receive that note on the all-stars platform because she still made it there, but there's still work to do. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I don't really, yeah, there's not really much else to say, I guess. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so also to me, it's like, seemed kind of like a similar thing with Trinity where her like, 
overarching issue was letting down the walls in her initial season. And I guess, you know, we kind of saw that, you know, with her kind of embracing more of her comedy side and especially this all-star season she played that up a lot Mm -hmm. you can see trinity every time you see her on a rupaul's drag race in a rupaul's drag race forum since her initial season she's pushing her growth she's trying to do something different she's trying to make sure she's not a pageant queen only so that's super commendable yeah i'd watched her video i call shade and i don't like it it's just, well the video is cool the video is cool but i don't like her song Sorry. yeah no i mean we watched it too actually and i was like i liked the look of the video i thought it was really cool the characters and stuff but i don't know like drag queen videos are sometimes they're just so like hit or miss like it depends on like i don't know it's just really hard sometimes because a lot of them like it relies just like on one catchy hook and then it's just like cue the club music you know what i mean so i don't (laughs) know sometimes it's super hard to get into them well and like everyone's doing mean girls music videos now so it's just like okay yeah i liked it for that reason mainly it's like oh mean girls it never gets old but it's like okay what else can we do it was cute you can tell they're having fun but let's push it (laughs) i also think it's it's hard because i mean the market is kind of oversaturated right like every time there's like a final four or whatever it's like everyone's like here's my video slash itunes download now and it's just like a lot to keep up with yeah yeah and uh i didn't like a lot of the um the uh the weird voice thing at the beginning like that just went on a little too long for me and it was like a little bit awkward and uh but the best part of the video for me was maybe i'm biased but thorgy thor <laughs> so oh yeah we enjoyed thorgy's moments yeah i like yeah. i like the where she was like ew gross <laughs> yeah she's <laughs> sweeping up at the end she picked up the apple <laughs> she's like ew jesus gross, gross. <laughs> like uh like thorgy was like the star of the video for me but whatever <laughs> she stole it i do like that she included lots of the queens though like fifi and um i'm blanking on the rest of them fifi and like fifi it, peppermint oh, blair st Clair, thorgy yeah. blair was in there blair was funny <laughs> blair was funny <laughs> So, yeah. So, go watch the video, I guess. I don't know. Form your own opinions. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was the podcast. They finish into the workroom, and they see all the previous All-Star winners waiting for them there. Yes, queens. Gag. (laughs) (laughs) And they all joke that they are actually going to pick the winner of the season. I kind of wish they would have done that because then we probably wouldn't have gotten a two-way tie. <laughs> but Was it Stoney who oh was my... like, I think Stoney was like, I saw this coming and no. I'm like holding my pearls. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> like this was something that I thought, like, because if you think about like Rue's like whole like issue is oh, I don't want to like play favorites. To me, it's like, why don't we just like make a jury of the previous winners? Like to me, this would be a great idea. Yeah, um, bringing because, them into their academy of sorts. Right? right, but I don't know. I guess that's too complicated or something, but whatever. Again, we should okay, be Avril Lavigne. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel you. I kind of wish they would because all three of them are very like diplomatic and, uh, and would make an unbiased choice. So mm-hmm. I thought it would be interesting to see who they would have picked maybe, but then I mean, be like JK. We don't right. have to like spend a ton of time on this, but... Well, actually, I'll hold it until the end of the episode when we discuss, like, the actual winners and stuff, because 
I have an idea of how you could correct all stars so that it's not such a shit show all the time. Ooh. Okay. I hope you're listening, World of Wonder and VH1. <laughs> Rupal. <laughs> cough, cough. <laughs> um, I also, before we move on, I love Alaska's umbrella that said Team Katya. <laughs> oh, yes. We love that. I think I'm going to make it a wallpaper, actually. Uh, yeah. I that was a nice throwback. Like, yeah. <laughs> seriously. Ala- this is why Alaska is awesome, because she does like callbacks to things yeah. like that. <laughs> Reference queen. She also posted today, right before we recorded, that she actually had a bloody hand under her top hat and she takes her top hat off and the bloody hand falls out and she goes, oh wow, like how did that get there? It was supposed to be a dove. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> Or great. something like that. But they didn't show it, obviously, <laughs> but I wish they would have. Damn it. Yeah, that would have been epic. <laughs> Post the extended scene. Wow. Uh, so next, it's time for the Super Queen performance. So let's just talk about the performance. What do you guys think of Super Queen? Okay, everyone, calm down. We hear you, <laughs> internet. <laughs> this final performance, I like Super Queen. It's just like catchy, but it's not as epic as kitty girl like give me a break like nothing is gonna beat that song or that finale episode and video for a very long time i believe so it's like this isn't the queen's fault i think that they all did well but um nothing's gonna live up to kitty girl kitty girl was just too explosive the energy was there the queens that they had doing the performances and the way that they were doing it it's just hard to top that. But in a way, it is kind of the queen's fault because they didn't make as epic a versus to make it better. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it was more contained. Like the queens with the kitty girl performance had more to work with. Like Shangela had a full on Beachella routine, you know, yeah. with moving parts. And Trixie was running around the studio doing choreo. And Kennedy, we know, like dances her ass off. Like Kennedy is one of the best dancers in the RuPaul's Drag Race lineup. So there's no topping that. And BB just has this energy that's infectious. I think all of these queens possess those traits, but they weren't really giving given the space to do everything that those queens did. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just felt like this song to me isn't as good as Kitty Girl. Like, I think Kitty Girl was one of those, like, everybody was, like, really into it and it mm-hmm. was super fun. I thought All Stars 3, they just had a good concept. Like, it was, like just fun to see them like perform in the back of the stage and that type of thing behind the scenes kind of approach the judges were involved this was just like i don't know like low budget club 96 like (laughs) let's go perform like with the fog machine yeah let's get some neon lights and fog machines you know which i actually have a comment about monique's look compared to what they said on fashion photo review but we can save that i mean I don't know. I thought it was fine. Like, to me, it wasn't bad. It was just like your, like, average, like, like, this is, you know, replacement level, like, RuPaul's Drag Race performance. Like, (laughs) nothing outstanding. I just want to say that I actually, I mean, I agree with what you guys said, but I also really enjoyed it. I really liked it the the song because it is more of like a rock song than a pop song Mm -hmm. so i really liked it for that you know thing i mean 
Naomi's verse was a little dry and thin. There wasn't as much going on <laughs> with her, but she mm-hmm. looked sickening. I liked her bodysuit. She did. Monet looked really good as well, but I feel like her dance, like the dance routine was better in rehearsal. Like the energy, like the dips were a little lower, like that ass was swinging a little more. <laughs> like we needed to see that even under all that armor. I thought they all had like good looks. I yeah. mean, the whole idea is like the super... Uh, uh, superhero thing so i thought mm-hmm. they all like pulled it off they got yeah. through it right like you could tell trinity was kind of thinking about her next move but again trinity is one who's going to go home and practice until like 3 or 4 a.m to make sure she's got it and dancing and like moving in the way that todrick is asking you to that doesn't come naturally for most yeah i mean I'm going to be really honest. My favorite of the four was Monique because like her outfit worked so well with the choreography and like her verse was really good. She just mm-hmm. seemed like some like witchy, like American Horror Story coven like vibes. Yeah. And I was there for it. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm glad you said that because shout out to Pizza Planet. He posted a picture on Instagram of um, him in front of the school that they filmed in, of course, for American Horror Story 3, um, the coven season. I love that. So shout out to you, Pizza. But I have to disagree with Raja and Aquaria. They really got on Monique's case about this not looking like a superhero kind of look. Really? Yeah, they did not like it. And of course, if you watch like Fashion Photo Review, the pictures they post are just bam. There's light all over it. You can see every single detail. But, you know... For me, there was a cape, even though Edna and the Incredible said no capes, there is a cape. It's fine. When she was performing, (laughs) (laughs) shout out to Edna. I love her. (laughs) But um, in the performance, it looked great. We were getting the glitter. The outfit was popping. It was flowing. That wig stayed on, honey. She was my favorite performance. So it looked much better on stage and in production than what they were viewing in this printed off picture that was showing every flaw i mean it was fine it was in like i don't know when you're in the club like you don't need what she was wearing wasn't made to like be under a fluorescent light like during the daytime right (laughs) she was like in the club so it looked great to me like of course on fashion photo review they like they like hd 4k they're like yeah. oh my god i can see like uh something on your dress like whatever girl and i think they wanted something that's more exaggerated like um something like a monet's like that's like okay this is a super princess queen from wakanda like she's coming to slay all of us but you know everybody's version of their superheroes is different in their heads and execution yeah i think my least favorite was trinity i don't know please don't come after me trinity stands but she was my least favorite i i like trinity but i think i'm gonna agree it's not it's nothing that's her fault like she executed the routine but you can just tell that you know she was just making sure she hit those eight counts which is perfectly fine and they don't give you much time to rehearse but that's something like all queens should probably do they tell you to take an improv class before snatch game like maybe you all should take some dance classes too definitely but yeah overall i thought it was interesting it was an interesting concept it was cool to have the other three all-stars winners like as their backing band i loved (laughs) of course you know alaska (laughs) went crazy and like looked like super punk and like trashy and yeah it looked like pound cake's older sister was just there to slay us on the drum set (laughs) (laughs) and i think chad looked fierce i loved her 
like pink hair pink mm-hmm. blonde hair mm-hmm. yeah and of course Trixie always looks great so <laughs> yeah I love that that little part of the show definitely well why don't we go ahead and take a little break here and we'll come back to you with some runway looks we'll wrap up the um points and see who won of the three of us and then uh yeah we'll go from there bye 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 loser hey everyone thanks for listening to our podcast so far thanks for coming right now we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again while you wait here's some things that you should check out yeah remember everyone you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Jamal's dad falling apart. My coconut oil's not working. You Uh actually already died. (laughs) Is that what it is? I'm just like a doll <laughs> i hate to break this to you but you're actually already dead this is the sixth ah! sense girl <laughs> Ooh, the sixth sense or i'm like nicole kidman and the others like yeah. you've actually been dead this whole century bitch actually this whole podcast is we're like ghosts that are just like <laughs> posting this podcast i'm the only one that's actually alive <laughs> that's why i can't find my sage i don't need it anymore <laughs> got it <laughs> <laughs> and that's also why jamal and stoney don't know how to work instagram <laughs> <laughs> yeah because when we press it like our our like thumb goes through the phone yeah all <laughs> <laughs> oh, right you guys well welcome back before we move on to the runways i just wanted to have a brief discussion to see if i'm like way off base here but did trinity's verse sound like alaska recorded it for her you know it was very rem- reminiscent of alaska i think it's because she was giving us something different it's a little lower pitch than what we're used to coming from Trinity. But I thought that it's like, Oh, this is like, sounds like Alaska, not in like a biter kind of way, but kind of like, um, Hey, that's Alaska, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It was a little Alaska esque. (laughs) It sounded like Alaska and not Trinity. So when like Trinity's lip syncing, it didn't sound like her. So I don't know. It just threw Mm -hmm. me off a little bit anyways. So let's move on to the runways. Let's take it to the runway, 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 runway. (laughs) Uh, so we have a really clever category this week. It's All Star Eleganza. So original, Rue. unexpected. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, let's see this All Star fashion. Yeah, let's start with Monet, girl. What do you guys think? We were absolutely like falling off of the couch with this look. Like we just loved it. The makeup, that face was beat down. The hair, like I love the dreaded updo. And you know, I love a blonde moment on a chocolate queen. The dress was right. I was just getting, you know, Wakandan princess. Like that was Monet's whole theme. And I was living for it tonight. Yeah, for me, and there have been times where I've been critical of Monet, and I will admit that. But to me, this is the best look Monet has ever had. Absolutely. In any of her seasons. I thought it was absolutely beautiful. I thought the hair was great. The dress was awesome. It was that super nude colorful. lip. Like, I just loved how her lips just jumped off of her face. And even, like, the wooden bracelets. I love mm-hmm. that. Like, everything about that, to me, was, like, it was her best look yet, in my opinion. And... To me, like, the best look of the night. Like, I thought, to me, like, I really liked it. It was a very strong look. Yeah, I agree. I definitely, it kind of took me a little bit, but I definitely did connect the, like, sort of Wakanda theme throughout her different looks. And I think 
if I'm I was gonna ask if maybe I'm like reading too much into it, but do you think her runway look was like a nod to T'Challa's mom? Ooh, I don't. Hmm. Wasn't didn't she have dreads or my? It's been a while since I've seen it, but maybe I'm remembering it wrong. She she did have dreads. Angela Bassett's character um, in Black Panther. She did have dreads. I can't remember if she did an updo, but like just all the kind of African re- references, the strong prints and bold colors is what um you know made me instantly go to oh this bitch is bringing Africa to the stage and I'm living. Yeah, and and I really thought that was cool too. Like. I mean, it makes total sense the whole season. You've pretty much been seeing her and Monique being like, we want to see a highly melanated queen. So then, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like clearly it's important for them to be on TV, like to be a good role model for other um, people of color and maybe more specifically to black queer people. Yeah. Yeah. I agree 100%. So that was really cool. I loved her look. I thought it was really like it fit her well. And... I don't know. I just thought it was cool. She threw up her Wakanda forever at the end, and that was neat. Yeah, that was great. And everyone, you know, historically gets on Monet's case for wearing those pussycat wigs. Although, at this point, that hair, like the pussycat wig, say what you want, that's her drag signature. She looks fierce (laughs) in a pussycat wig, but that doesn't take away the appreciation for this look. She looked regal. She, you can tell she felt gorgeous on the runway and it was just jumping through the screen to all the viewers. Definitely. So let's talk about Monique's black dress. What did you guys think? (laughs) Let's talk about Monique's black dress. (laughs) Like let's just specifically her dress. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i i guess i'll start so Her black I, unbeaded dress <laughs> i thought it was i didn't think it was bad like i okay monique looks good in a black dress and big hair like that like i think it looked beautiful on her however i don't think it was like anything that was like compared to the other three queens i thought it was like a downgrade it was muted like it just was like this is your finale look like to me we should have saw something that just is totally spectacular like i said i don't think it was bad but Mm -hmm. it was also not on the same level as everyone else monet likes to tell a story so i can appreciate (laughs) this look because what i immediately got was again the bright blonde hair on a chocolate queen i just love it i wish i could do it but mother nature stopped me (laughs) um (laughs) she's done girl it's it's Um, over (laughs) It's over. I've dealt with it. It's fine. Um, But I immediately thought Marilyn Monroe. Like, she's giving us, like, a a modern Marilyn Monroe if she was going to the Met Gala. But the attention to detail wasn't there. I would have liked to see a little shimmer with all the lights going on. I like the idea of the layers and the texture in the middle, especially with the way the gloves were hidden. And then you couldn't tell what was going on with her arms until she moved them. But I felt like maybe an afterthought because how do the gloves look when they're not resting with the rest of the dress? Like it's very cool until you move your your hands away from your body. She had the classic Coke bottle shape that was there, but I think it just could have been elevated a little bit more and it would have got her there. I agree. And it makes me wonder too, because speaking of the gloves, those were beaded and they... Those were. You know, it it definitely made the gloves look really nice. She had a sparkly uh, belt on to give herself a waist. However, it was hidden mm-hmm. a little bit by the uh, texture of the dress. Yeah. So had maybe she done some type of stoning, like around the maybe around the texturing or some around the neckline too. Mm-hmm. Even it would have been really good, but. 
it wasn't yeah. bad. It was good. It was actually she looked really nice, but it just wasn't like she looked very elegant. But right. it wasn't where we needed it to be. And with all of this being said, Monique has come so far, especially coming fresh off of season 10 into All-Stars. Like what she's brought to this table, the All-Stars 4 table, has been great. It's been a, a joy to watch, honestly. Definitely. I am so happy that Monique made it to the finale because I think she really deserved it. She showed so much improvement from her first season. You know, in her first season, we fell in love with her personality. In this season, mm-hmm. she brought like you know she brought it with her she brought her game mm. she brought good looks and she looked great the whole time facts are facts yes god <laughs> all right <laughs> well speaking of you know not being as flashy next to other people we have to go in the towards the top of the looks and go to naomi's really good look i'll let oh jamal gosh. take this away <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was just dying the whole time. Like I think for all of you who, um, and yes, this is shade. All of you out there who don't know fashion, we're just like, what is this big poofy thing she's doing? And I don't get the hat. And that fuck off with all of that. Like this is classic <laughs> Dior silhouette. Like I immediately knew before I read anything, before I saw anything on the runway, as soon as she turned around, it was like, Oh, this bitch is bringing fierce Dior to the runway with Naomi's stamp all over it. Like it just flowed. It was gorgeous. Even the detail in the fish netting was there. Like there was no spot that wasn't sparkling under the light. Her makeup was beat as we can expect. And I love the hat instead of like a big updo, you know, it keeps that simplicity there. She's bringing attention to the garment. She's selling you the story. And this is why I love Naomi. She's fashion educated and she puts her spin on it. It's always so fun to watch and enjoy. Yeah, I thought like it was absolutely beautiful. Like I, you know, I'm not like, I don't know everything about fashion, but what I saw was (laughs) amazing. Like um, I thought like the thing with Naomi, like what she was wearing, like her body is just unreal. Like we've said this before, but I've seen her in real life. Like, and she's touched me. Right. She touched me and it changed (laughs) me forever. No. Um, (laughs) Show me where the bad man touched you. (laughs) She has an unreal body. Like people do not look like this that like have normal bodies. Like Mm -hmm. she is just absolutely beautiful. So I think like what she was wearing really accentuated just how Mm -hmm. beautiful she is and really like showed the dress and like I just everything about it was just great. Like it was definitely all stars for worthy. Mm -hmm. Like, she did a great job. So props and she, to her. yeah, she knows her shit. Okay. So like, as she turned, like she was unfastening the dress. Like you didn't even know that that dress or skirt was going to come off until it was off. Like it just flowed. And of course we're going to get some Naomi leg. It's her signature. Like this is all stars. It's the finale. You've got to bring your signature, show them why they love you as that queen. And she did this for me. She is my favorite look of the night. Yeah, I would have to agree. There's not too much else I can say. I figured this was going to be like Jamal's segment of the show. So what I just echo <laughs> what he says, basically. Thank you. I can rest now. All that energy <laughs> is expelled. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, Trinity the Tuck. Uh, just pure gorgeous like Trinity does no wrong on the runway especially when it comes to your pageant gowns but she really stepped it up here 
the little surprise with the teacups over her bosoms and the (laughs) colors were flowing. She could have easily given you like a big blonde wig, which we've seen a lot before on a lot of the queens, but she gave you kind of like a muted, we're going to give you a loose wave, shorter hair, again, paying attention to the garment, showing you the garment. And I just really appreciated this look by Trinity. Yeah, I think like... I thought I love this look from Trinity. I think the one thing I really appreciate from her this season is like she loves to like wear things that have like stiff hard lines to them like that to me is like just Mm -hmm. beautiful and like I don't know she's able to pull it off because she's kind of got like a kind of like a you know curvy body and she can fit into these gowns and just like pull off these like crazy Mm -hmm. like looks and stuff so i don't know i just giving you origami ferocity and she adds like some fashion to it with Mm -hmm. like the whole like teacup thing and i don't know all season long she's been doing stuff like this so i just i really appreciate what she's brought to all stars for and i guess like the design itself was kind of um what we just learned on fashion photo review i'm forgetting the designer's name forgive me but it's like um chinese inspired that design Mm. so that goes you know tea is very it's a big part of like the asian community so like the teacups just aren't out there for like oh we're sipping tea girl what's the tea (laughs) there's actually some like education and history in the entire garment and it looks like a fun spin to us but there's actually some history and homage there yeah she was definitely serving us some swerves and curves with that dress for sure um, <laughs> yes. It wasn't like my favorite. My favorites were Monet and Trinity's, and I'm sorry, Monet and Naomi's. And, uh, but I thought the dress was nice. I don't know. It just, for me, I know like lots of people liked it, but for me, it wasn't like speaking to me on a personal level. I mean, it was stunning. Like, there's no doubt about that, but I definitely, um, I agree. Yeah. So then we're on the runway and the queens are telling us all why they deserve to win. And then this whole time, I just have to say, was it distracting to anybody else? Did Rue not put lip gloss on her top lip because it started to just blend into the rest of her face? Oh my gosh. Now I have to go pull a rewatch. I didn't notice. Yeah, I did not notice that either. So (laughs) that was just very distracting for me the whole time. Like because it just like her like upper lip kind of blended into her lip and maybe the bot maybe the color wasn't as like vibrant on the top of her lip but Mm. that's also Mm. something i really appreciate naomi for because her lips are always so shellacked that they just look (laughs) so good but then then rue i don't know i just was very distracted i don't know Someone tell me if I was the only one. All right. (laughs) So then Monet and Trinity are the top two. Oh, I'm so proud of you, Naomi and Monique. Good job, girls. But these are the two tops. Very well deserved. Yeah, I agree with the decision of those top two just because like Naomi, she was definitely serving us a look tonight. But I just think like overall her body of work wasn't there this season, even though like it wasn't bad it just wasn't on the same level as she was just safe kind of the majority of the season and it was a little too little too late kind of thing yeah i agree they do the lip sync and i was flipping shit because i'm a christina aguilera fan and they were lip syncing to fighter and it was just so epic i don't know if you guys have been following our twitter but monet totally stole my move and she did a wig reveal into the same wig and i totally 
posted that that's what I would do if I was on RuPaul's Drag Race like weeks ago. I, I remembered that specifically. And again, I think that there's like, wow, and VH1 producers listening to this show. You know, if you want to have us on a show consultants or to just hang out with the queens backstage, I will gladly be the drink cart pusher bitch. Like, give me that job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm on a plane. Just let me know. Yeah, we'll be ready. We'll give you all the ideas. We'll tell you if your challenge is a little bit whack. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're they're totally listening in, but it's fine. We love it. <laughs> While we're still talking about the lip sync, we have to talk about it. Monet was playing the air violin. I couldn't handle it. Yeah, she was bringing us a different air instrument on the runway. I was living for it. Um, her, you know, bringing her quirk. I love to see queens bring something new or something exciting like we expect the fake out of the split or the death drop we expect trinity to shake her ass because of all the silicone god but it's nice when they bring like a new quirk or something to just suck us in a little bit more yeah when she landed that like death drop splits everyone at the bar i was at was freaking the hell out so (laughs) yeah she did she did it was nice she don't need no fake out she had to remind you hoes yeah (laughs) Um, And then also something else that deserves to be talked about before we move on to the end is Monique's final look. She had on a black vinyl like bodysuit with a heart on, which is basically she was coming into the competition with her heart on her sleeve and leaving with her heart on her sleeve. So it was kind of like matching her entrance look. It's sort of reflecting that, I guess. Oh, nice catch. I, def- I definitely didn't pick up on that. Yeah, because if you remember on her entrance look, it was more like of an embellished, but she had the heart in the middle of her chest and she had the uh-huh. hat on. Yeah. But this was more like her, like the focus was on her heart. It was like, this is who she is. So I really loved, I loved her look. I kind of wish she got to lip sync in it, but mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice catch. And then of course the gag of the season, they both win Monet and Trinity. They both win two winners, bitch. I had all kinds of feelings at first. I'm not going to lie. Those of you who are on our Twitter saw, I, I was legit like confused. I didn't know how to feel. Then I was very happy. And then I was like very angry, but then I settled on, Okay, they were they both deserved, I guess. Yeah, I was <laughs> super annoyed at first, and I still kind of am annoyed, but yeah, it's um, calmed a little. <laughs> and basically, like you know, I won't go like I'll let Seth comment before we go too farther into the details. But I will say that I'm very happy for both of the queens. Like I think they're both deserving of being a winner of all-stars four i just am annoyed with production in general and like how all-stars four is like turned into basically like who knows what the fuck is happening at any time so i just to me i was annoyed with that like i just think there should be one winner but you know what it was fine like both of them get a win both of them get a hundred grand like good for them i don't think that there's anything wrong with either one of them being winner. So right. mm-hmm. I Agreed. thought I kind of started to pick up on something going on like last week or the week before, but actually Trinity and Monet were supposed to be at Roscoe's for their viewing party for the finale. But then it got announced that it wasn't going, they weren't, it was different Queens. And so I was like, why aren't they performing at Roscoe's anymore? And uh-huh. so there was that. Um, I also heard a rumor 
rumor that Monet was going to win and that got out. So they used this. I heard that one. tea. Yeah. So I don't know if that's true or not. I was trying to get the tea for us because one of my uh, friends in LA actually like produced the the end where uh, where they're at the the party at you know finding out that they won together. So oh. she was like produced that part. So I thought okay. that was really neat. I didn't get too much tea though. She was like being a professional <laughs> but um <laughs> she's she's not one of them sloppy sloppy queens <laughs> no <laughs> but um but yeah so i i kind of agree with stony like i kind of wish it was one queen i thought for me i thought monet was the winner i'm just gonna be honest like with I everything like her performances and in, in the video and on the lip sync and her outfits like she brought more of a story for me she gave me more of an experience and mm-hmm. she wasn't getting that edit the whole season so i kind of get why they had trinity also win right but it is what it is yeah and um like i said i had mixed feelings watching the lip sync like i even said at one point i was like oh my gosh like is monet gonna take this because in the lip sync to me in my opinion she was bringing it a little bit harder she's got more of a story it would be more of an epic win because she's fresh off of season 10 and also it's just like this isn't the queen's fault like trinity or monet didn't do anything wrong here this is production for me as a queen of color it's like okay you finally have an all-star that's black like why not give them that platform on their own like why do we need to share it and it immediately called back a story of jasmine shepherd she was this high school valedictorian in mississippi she was part of cleveland high school a historically segregated school and she was the valedictorian of that class and the day before graduation oh no 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 black girl can't have anything they made a co-valedictorian, a white girl, you know, again, not her fault. I don't know if her parents wrote a letter. I don't know all that tea, but her GPA was lower and they're just like making her share this title. So for me, I'm like, why are we doing this? Like Monet won, you know, give her that platform on her own because yeah, she's the first queen of color. She's always going to have that. And she's been very gracious online with her comments. Um, I haven't seen anything, any more comments from her regarding the race scenario of this, the way it played out. But why are we making our first queen of color share this platform? With and it's not saying person. that, Right. A white blonde. Yeah. And it's not saying that Trinity is not deserving, but I think that this was Monet's crown. We know that Trinity is a fierce pageant queen. We know what we're going to get from Trinity. But um, at first I was like, you know, sure, there can be two winners. And then the more I thought about it and these callbacks to just Mm -hmm. things that have happened to black people that are very deserving historically and they have to share a title or they don't get it because, oh, how is the public going to react it kind of set a fire in me. It's like, this is Black History Month through. Like, what were we thinking? Right. You know, oh, our first queen of color. Yay. But, oh, she has to share the title. We're just going to find a hundred grand to give to the second <laughs> queen. Yeah, she has to share it with someone that looks exactly like the previous three winners. Right. So I kind of felt a way about it that way. But, of course, you know, Trinity was on my team. I thought she was going to take it the whole season. So this is absolutely no shade to Trinity. But I think that 
this experience could be much more for Monet if it was just her crown. And they both had the same amount of wins too, so I get the tie, but so, but it, on the flip side, it could have gone to either one. Either one. Right, yep. and that's kind of how I feel. Like I think you could make a case for either one of the two winning. Like I think, and that's where I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm not mad about two people winning. I'm just like annoyed that it, like to me, it, it was just such a cop out. Like I feel like, I don't know. Like to me, it's just like in this competition, you should have one winner. Like what's the effing point of the competition? Because just one. the thing is with this, like that made me think about it more was somebody brought up like Shangela on Twitter. Now I'm kind of pissed about like Shangela should have won also last season. Cause if now we're changing the rules all of a sudden where mm-hmm. two people can win, then why didn't Shangela and Trixie win last season? Right. Because Shangela was definitely deserving to win last season, but exactly we had to choose one winner only. So we had to throw in this awkward vote where the Queens put Kennedy in the top two. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? So to me, it's like, I don't know. Like, I just think it's just become this. The part I hate is just like all stars has become this. Like, like we said before, like carnival games, like it's basically like random chance. Like it (laughs) might as well be the Christmas special, right? You're yeah, all everyone winners. wins. <laughs> ha ha, thanks for coming. I don't know, like, and I get it, like, at the end of the day, it's Rue's show, Rue gets to make the decision, and what Rue wants to do is what happens, but at some point, you also have to be like, there needs to be, like, some type of structure, and, like, that people know, like, what the fuck's going to happen, yeah. otherwise, yeah. it's just like, why are we watching this? Yeah, and you know, Rue is my Scorpio mother. I I have given Rue a lot of passes. You can probably hear them on the show. I'm very good at digging into both sides of the story. I don't (laughs) care to do that right now. I'm like, okay, Rue, you don't have to give me shit, but I want an explanation about how this decision was made. Because I think that when filming started, they had in their minds that they were going to crown Trinity. And then, you know, Monet turned it out, and they're like, oh, wait, but... What do we do now? And it's like, give it to the clear winner. Like Trinity, it's not any shade on Trinity's performance. She just got outperformed. And that's the real world. The competitor in me was like, I would be so annoyed if I were one of them, because why do I need to share my title regardless of race? Like I spent years of my childhood and high school and college years competing musically. So like I get the work that goes into it, the rehearsals, the practice, the the judgment and criticism you put on yourself. Like I would not want to share that. I would want to know that I lost doing my best or I was the winner and it was my crown. Yeah. I mean, I I, totally, I agree. I don't know what the thought process was. It would have made enough of a twist for, you know, to make Rue happy to have Monet win and kind of overthrow the storyline of us, of selling us that Trinity was going to win. Why can't we have that twist? <laughs> yeah. And as a black queen, I kind of, again, Rue doesn't owe me shit, but you know, her being a black queen and going through all of the kind of racial and, um, you know, queer struggles that she had to go through coming up in her career. I would like to hear some more commentary on this decision. Well, yeah. and I think like a big problem. And so like earlier I said something like, Oh, well here's how you would fix it. Right. Like I think Rue's biggest problem with all stars seems to be around the fact that she doesn't want to like appear biased Mm -hmm. because she knows these Queens already. And she like works with them, which I understand. But to me, like to fix it, then you just need to like lay out what the ground rules are at the beginning. Like maybe you say, I will like 
you know, the rules are going to be this from the get go. And then at the end, maybe it's a fan vote that decides yes. who wins. Like maybe you have, you know, they film multiple endings on the finale. So why not mm-hmm. just have the fans vote for the winner? And then the, the winner will be revealed on the final episode. But mm-hmm. it's just to me, like the way it is now, no one knows what the fuck's going on. And it just seems like it's just to me, I don't enjoy watching all stars because it's like random game of chance or you just don't know like, okay, are there going to be two winners this season? They're going to be three. Like what's happening. Right. And I think that's something too. Like if we, as the viewership would have known that, okay, maybe there could be two winners. I think that the blow would have been lessened. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, totally. I agree. And I think we could probably talk about this even more, but I think, you know, in order to sort of start wrapping up the show, does uh should we go over the points in our fantasy league and yes see who won? let's see who won yes so in this episode or not a ton of points to recap but basically um we have trinity and monet won basically so 30 <laughs> points go to seth and 30 points go to jamal congratulations queen yes good job basically <laughs> i get two points for monique still like participating oh she tried uh, <laughs> good job girl <laughs> and then uh four points to jamal for his two queens two for monet so that um takes us back to the final results which i am trying to pull up Wait, here does monet's like little split death drop thing count as points for me or no i wasn't sure um i didn't put it in there but you're not going to win anyway so it doesn't matter well <laughs> both trinity and monet won so i think that me and jamal should win well <laughs> <laughs> um okay. let's look at the report card yeah okay. let's look at the final tally <laughs> for the season so i am obviously in last place with 120 points <laughs> So it comes down to Jamal and Seth, and the winner is Jamal with with 227 points. Um, Seth, you were a little bit behind with uh, 177 points. The report card speaks, ladies and henties. I think, (laughs) you guys, Seth was robbed. Just hashtag that on Twitter. If we can have two winners in the season, I don't understand why Jamal and I can't share the title. So, Are you also going to release an album? Yeah, my visual album is actually dropping (laughs) at midnight tonight. So (laughs) if you guys just keep an eye out for it, it's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah, there are no uh, participation ribbons given in this contest. So sorry, you lose. Well, that was fun. Like, I'm excited for season 11 because the viewers will be able to join in on the draft with us. And um, we're trying to figure out the details and how that's going to work. But you will definitely be able to follow along. So make sure you and your friends are listening every week so you can keep score. Yeah. And I kind of like revamped the points a little bit in season 11. So maybe it'll be like a little bit more close, like Mm because some of the points are based off like queens being in the bottom as well. So it's a little different. I'm hoping that that might make it a little more interesting as well. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited either way, but that was fun. Yes, girl. Season four is over. I think it really ended up being like an interesting season. It kind of, for me started off like a little bit like 
B-rated, like, you know, like, not quite as good as the other seasons, but once uh, Latrice came back, I think it started to really kind of pick up from that point, and Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it was really fun. I mean, I love Gia's cuntiness. That will be a standout moment. Farah falling will be a standout moment. (laughs) (laughs) We stand, Gia. Yeah, I thought it was a good season overall. Like, I am kind of on the... Like, my opinion of All-Stars, I think we need to, like, wait. I think we need to get, like, three more seasons in the books before we do another one. Like, to me, I think we just need more They need a break, right? Like, to pull from. And to me, it would just be nice to have a break for a while, so... Agreed. Well, what do you guys think? Should we talk about some trade? Oh, you know I love trade. Let's go. Final trade, trade of the season. Yes. Trade. Mm. Trade. Oh, trade. Trade. Well, hello and welcome back to Trade, the sexiest segment on any podcast ever. Yes, ever. Mm. Even on Friday the 13th when they do their horror movie trade, like our trade sexier. I'm going to start a rivalry between our trade sections. Ooh, a trade off. Ooh, yes. No slavery. The lipstick. Uh, <laughs> lipstick. The, the trade has to lip sync for their lives, girl. <laughs> but um but no i've been really enjoying their podcast they just released a valentine's day episode one that is really cool so if you want to hear their trades you can go listen to their podcast but now we're going to talk about our trade because this is our podcast and we can do whatever we want yes okay. god oh <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, who wants to go first? Who wants to share their trade with us? Ooh, maybe Stoney should go first this week. I don't know. I don't like Stoney's trade. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, Seth is being like super mean about my trade, but I guess I'll go first. (laughs) Just because he posts a lot of memes doesn't mean that he's not a real trade, so... (laughs) Well, when I look at trade, I like to see the trade, not like a shit ton of memes. This is an automatic no subscribe for me, not like to do with him and like him personally, but there's just too many memes. Yeah. It's disqualified. Okay. Listen, I've been following this trade for quite some time. Him and his husband are like in their early forties. So like I can relate to them because I'm like older now. So I'm like, okay, like and like they're both like an interracial couple so i appreciate that so my trade of the week his name or his handle is lmed305 and one thing i really appreciate about him he always posts pictures with bow ties oh i like the bow tie so every time he's like going like into work or something he's like that one's fun posting bow ties with his in his car or something he's got really good eyebrows i wonder if he gets those done no shade if he does i I just had to scroll down like five times to find something with a bow tie in it so (laughs) i don't know um this is him and his husband oh wow his husband's instagram handle is sizzle miami because he runs like a uh some type of like gay club thing i've seen his profile before actually yeah so i don't know like i just think they are a fun couple i appreciate him even his memes (laughs) yeah what does he meme about basically memes like like okay let me find one that makes sense. some birds aren't meant to be caged okay girl Hmm. like he'll post things like this that are like this is the africa 
Those are the Rasta colors. Yeah, but look in the middle. It's Africa. Oh, Mother Africa in the center. Um, Cute. He'll also post like things. Let me go to the top here because I saw one today and I was like, oh, so is that him with the beard? This is like Black History Month. So the person invented dry cleaning. Hey, that goes with mine. I just posted about the inventor of the ironing board. Oh, yeah. I like that post. (laughs) But I like anytime like him and his husband like post pictures together i just think they're both really cute so there you go there's my trade of the week they are a good looking couple he also does that like i'm a confused puppy face pretty easily yeah well um i don't really i stick to my theory of not liking stoney's trade pick but i just went to sizzle miami and i found my trade for next week so so i guess this is if anything good came out of this trade post that was it so stay tuned till next week or um, it won't be on the <laughs> it won't be on the special, but on the the season eleven premiere, that'll be my trade. Bookmark them, girl. Yeah, go to like if you do want some trade, definitely go to Sizzle Miami because there's always like some scandalous photo there. Yeah, <laughs> my my next trade just stood out like a sore thumb. Like I'm like, oh girl, he's got to be trade for sure. <laughs> Good choice. All right. Well, what about you, Jamal? Who's your trade? So I stumbled upon some fresh trade this week. So I have not been following this guy until recently. I'm sure I'm going to butcher his name, but it's Naor underscore YZ. That's N-A-O-R-Y-Z. But he looks like he's based out of Israel. He's a fitness model and also does real estate. He has a um, sad OnlyFans link. I say sad because there's one video. And no, I have not seen it. No, I will not pay for it. You got to start somewhere, girl. And he's like, he's like charging like a whole like HBO Now subscription for his $8. See, okay. Everyone's going to like... All right. It's like OnlyFans education time. So... Eight dollars? Like that's really cheap compared to what I've seen other fuckers charging on that site. Stoney's like, this is a Ponzi scheme. I don't know. <laughs> Cause I'm like, you want twenty dollars for what? No queen. We're not nope. All I'm saying is like, where's the free trial? That's all I want to know. Like, I'm not signing up for anything unless you give me a free trial, girl. That would be fun. <laughs> girl (laughs) a free two weeks but anyway he's kind of like um he's a little bulkier than what i usually will go for like it looks like his bod is a lot of upkeep but i can appreciate (laughs) a nice set of tits and a nice pair of arms he looks pretty chill like very dark and brooding and he seems to really love dogs so that's a huge plus and oh look a forbes magazine i guess he's reading here i don't well, know i don't believe reading it. that's a little bit of an overstatement <laughs> yeah reading was in quotes <laughs> i'm not buying it gia <laughs> <laughs> yeah but check him out y'all he's very handsome you won't be disappointed my favorite's the one where he's like on his computer like probably working really hard but actually just like not laying flat and flexing his abs. Yeah, I see what's happening with those pictures as they like set the timer and then they'll like run over and position themselves and like suck it in, queen. I think he's, he's doing Pilates. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's almost like like on The Office where it was like Creed Dots, like his blog. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh look, he's a real he's a real queen. He's eating pizza here. He's not eating that. He spit it out <laughs> afterwards, girl. <laughs> Is he pulling a Miranda or Miranda's date? I should say, like just chewing it and spitting it also, out. Also, no one eats napkin. pizza like that. Come on. It's two different kinds. Maybe he's got like a sausage over here and a Canadian bacon over there. Yeah, I prefer yeah. my sausage not to be on my pizza. Ooh. Wow. Well, good for uh, him. He's cute though, right? Yeah, I like Jamal's trade a lot better. Sorry, Stony. Yeah, there are definitely no memes on Jamal's trade, but it's fine. <laughs> 100 out of 100, no memes. <laughs> I'm sorry that my trade like has a regular like nine to five job and can only post bow ties every like once every three days or something hey, I like bow ties yeah all right well this has been real fun so i'm gonna move on to, <laughs> to my trade and <laughs> my trade this week is going to be a movie star and oh. yeah a famous trade y'all it's going to be army hammer best known from call me by your name and the social wait who's army hammer i guess i don't remember wow this is so rude and hateful i don't understand what's happening right now oh he's he's he plays the american bro the older love interest Yes. yes so i like picked army hammer this week because i just finished listening to the audiobook version of call me by your name and he's the narrator of that and he does a good job and i just finished the story and i was really as if you followed us on twitter you can see i was really sad because of the ending and Mm -hmm. i don't know it feels a little bit more of a gentler let down when army's telling me so i kind of like that (laughs) (laughs) he has like a good like um voice for headphones too he does he is very like he calming. could just listen to him all day. Yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah, so in addition to that, like he's just a really talented actor and he looks good shirtless. And yeah, so that's my trade this week. Wow. Nice pick. There's like a hashtag called straight white men. <laughs> yeah, that's a play that he's in. Oh, I was like, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Stoney's like, ha, I've got him. Let's drag him. Well, no, I wasn't dragging him. Problematic. Like, like, I just never saw, like, oh, like, straight white men. Stoney's a homophobe. There's a hashtag for everything, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, there has to be, like, gay white men hashtag. I'm going to start hashtagging all my stuff with that, but I don't do hashtags. No. (laughs) It's a problem. My, um... What is it like, uh, my secret? What is it like, my jealous? What is it like? It's like the one like you're embarrassed to tell people. Your guilty pleasure. Yeah. My guilty pleasure hashtag is Bieber booty. Ooh, and it's Bieber just, booty. Yeah. It's just all the pictures of Justin Bieber's ass like throughout the years. It's kind of creepy when you get oh, back to the Bieber early years. Booty. Oh, I, I was like, said Bieber. I did too. I was like, Bieber booty. What no, does that mean? Girl, Justin Bieber's ass is hot. I can't stop. I didn't know he had one. <laughs> it, I didn't I, know there was one back there. I mean, it's, yeah, there's something back there. <laughs> <laughs> there's enough back there, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
So, um, well, that was embarrassing. Um, so, <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in to our special uh, season four of All Stars finale spectacular, where I made a fool of myself, <laughs> and uh, hope you guys are pleased with the winner that we talked about in the honesty trade segment earlier in the podcast, and. Uh, <laughs> Also, congratulations to the host that won the competition that we announced earlier in the podcast, the honesty <laughs> segment. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, is there anything else that we should say now that it's the end of a season? Yeah, we started the show with All Stars 3, and here we are wrapping up All Stars 4. Good job, gentlemen. We're still at this crazy thing. You know what I think a good piece of advice on uh, to in the season is go wig or go home yes i'm starting Ew. that one now <laughs> go wig or go home don't forget to duct tape that scalp no yeah. wigs are coming off automatic lose automatic fail for me like i'm super excited that season 11 is starting can't wait for uh silky nutmeg ganache <laughs> to win all or season 11 so yeah i'm here for it <laughs> Yeah, girl. <laughs> Team Ariel. Ooh, this kombucha is really coming up on me. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, make sure you guys tell a friend. They can start on a new journey with us into season 11. And you guys can, like, chit-chat and be like, Hey girl, did you listen to that latest Thanks for Coming podcast? It was so cool, like how right on the money they were about everything that happened in the season. <laughs> and then they'll be like, what's a podcast? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe Stoney's trade would be like, what's a podcast? Yeah. Stoney's trade will be like, like, what's a <laughs> selfie? They're like, what's a podcast? I'm too busy posting memes on Facebook. Yeah, I, <laughs> I could just be posting memes. I don't get this. Oh, um, yeah. So yeah, thank you guys again. It's been a fabulous season. And um, well, until next week's Meet the Queen special. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye bitch. Press stop, please. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>